Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com and Andre Dooley Newland running around in the background. This is Let Me Boy to Sleep and my name is Jason Newland. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. I haven't made a recording for a couple of days because I've not really felt very well. Um, just uh, mentally under par. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. Um, so yeah, I just... Uh, now I can feel my anger rising with Andre and all his noise. <laughs> Thing is, I don't mind so much because he's definitely the star of his show. So, you know, a lot of you will know what he looks like. And you can imagine what he's like. He's running around. He's now eating his dry food, which is... It looks basically like really big rabbit droppings. Um, but really hard you know he's crunching away with it and the reason I, I give him cat food as well and dry foods he's got the dry food always around you know 24 hours a day available and water of course um, but he's got this the bowl is the, the dry food and it's good for his Oh, God, boy, myself already. I think it's good for his digestive system. Also, it's good for his teeth because it gets him to clean his teeth because the, the scratching of the dry food gives his teeth a bit of a clean. I wonder how many times I can say the word teeth. Um, and... I think it's good for you know a few vitamins and fibre and stuff because his digestive tract is very short um, but that would make sense because he's little so the time between him eating and uh, um, how should I word this releasing that food <laughs> processing that food um, is a lot less than a human because we're, you know, I don't know statistically, measurably, how much larger a human adult is than a small little ferret or polecat, but considerably larger than what we are. So Plus, he doesn't get... Oh, he's winding me up now. He keeps climbing onto the chair. Come on, then. Now he wants me to cuddle him. I'm cuddling you. I'm cuddling you. Thank you, what? I want kisses. Okay. You can have kisses. You know, kisses are available all day long. 
all is available for you my little one my little wiggly nose do you know um, Bewitched the TV show from the 60s where is it Tabitha is it Tabitha her name is and she wiggles her nose that's what he does I start calling him Tabitha or Bewitched or is Tabitha the daughter I'm sure her name is Tabitha it's one of my favourite names I don't know why Tamara I like Tamara Tabitha it might be because of Bewitched because I used to watch that in when I was a kid not during its first run may I add I'm not I'm not that old but it was I watched it in the 80s and it was around in the 60s I think it was the 60s it might have been 50s but I think it was 60s and they used to show those programs on Channel 4 I think it, either that or BBC 2 around kind of lunch, not evening time about 5 o'clock something like that and that period between finishing school and waiting to be fed uh, that was that kind of uh, period and normally I'd have had even if I had my paper around it'd be finished by then and it wasn't just Bewitched it was also um, I Dream of Genie. there's another one and that I used to watch and they're both I enjoyed them equally and they're both very similar really in a sense of um, a really straight man straight laced uptight man and a, a very um, a very different lady you know in a sense of one's a witch one's a genie I mean it's quite different from the the norm uh, I don't think many women live in a bottle <laughs> just generally I don't don't think so um, and genie message in it yeah so I think so I really really loved Bewitched because I thought she was the most beautiful woman in the world I was a kid by the way I just had this so it wasn't it was not a um, wasn't really it was not romantically uh, consummated it was <laughs> I didn't marry her I didn't marry her uh, would you bewitched take Jason to be your lawfully wedded wife yes please I don't know which one that was. I was either Bewitched or I Dream of Genie. But I loved. I loved it. I loved them both. I think I Dream of Genie had a different physical effect on me because of the way she was dressed. So I think I was a little bit more like, oh, I have a tingling. I don't know why. The kind of situation. 
but you know it's, it was I just found them funny I liked see I like different comedy but I like all types of comedy I like stuff that's disgustingly adult and just foul and horrible sometimes you know extreme comedy but I just also like really light gentle stuff as well so I like 18 adults only HBO comedy but I also really love like the old some of the old shows you know like the ones I just mentioned or the Cheers for example I love Cheers or Frasier or I used to love the Golden Girls and Roseanne you know family friendly TV shows I used to love all that stuff and yeah in fact uh, there was a show I really liked in about 2005 my my manager put me onto it because I'd never heard of it before Spongebob Squarepants now when I first saw it I thought this is for kids and I realised well, yeah it was for kids but it was funny it was just funny and uh, uh, the visuals and everything was really good so I kind of used to watch that quite regularly as well for a, a while it was um, I think it's because I used to have shifts I used to do shift work in the call centre so I'd be home at certain times I wish I could blank out his block out his little foot steps running around constantly I mean what he does he, he, he takes one of the bits of dry food so they're quite quite large I suppose for him so he carries it he doesn't eat it in the bowl he carries it to a different part of the room drops it on the floor and then he has to crunch it up in order to eat it so what he ends up doing is ripping the carpet up at the same time he also swallows too much and he sneezes and he sort of like not chokes but he has to kind of like that and then because it's dry food it makes him thirsty so he's constantly going back and drinking so what I was thinking it would be good if I could get some dry food that expanded in water so he could have a bit of that and think this is nice go back drink and just see him just balloon up to the size of an elephant or something and float away a bit like the what is it that little girl in the uh, uh, Willy Wanker's Chocolate Factory um, you know one that turn, did she turn blue like a blueberry or something and then it goes um ba um ba diddly di she's really 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 do 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 that, that wasn't a good example <sighs> yeah so oh 
He's now gone to bed. He's now gone to sleep. And he'll be asleep. Well, he might not be asleep because he might be listening to me. You may think, well, he's got no choice because you're talking. But he won't be listening to what I'm saying. He'll be listening for when I move. So if I stand up, if I'll do it now to show you exactly what he does. Nah. Okay. So he's in. He's in his. They're my old tracksuit bombs. He's fast. He's in there. I can't even see him. If I move the chair. I stand up. I'm just going to walk over to the black chair. Yep, guess who's by my side? Yep, it's him. Can you hear him? Hello. Go back to bed. I'll just move the plate so he can't knock it off the table. So he wasn't asleep at all. He's just there listening for me to see if I move. And now by doing that, I have <laughs> basically got him going again. And now he's at the door, front door scratching. So really, I should have just left him. Because it might take him another 10, 15 minutes to sort of calm down again. I just climbed onto the black chair and now he's, now he's going back into his little bed. Yep. And what it does is, because obviously he, he can't use his hands the way that we do, he, in order to get into the bedding, wherever it is, whether it's he's getting into a, um, a bag or it might be a jumper, it might be um, a carrier bag or those uh, tracksuit bombs, he uses his nose just to keep pushing through it sort of it's like gently pushes his way in and it just slides his body <laughs> he slides his body in and sometimes you see is all you got is his head is actually inside and then the rest of his body gradually slides in it's almost like my tracksuit bottoms are giving birth in reverse it's uh, not that would be a weird thing if even if it was the right way, wouldn't it, I suppose? I don't know. Don't ask me. How would I know? Hmm.
so it's been yeah it's been a, a weird couple of days weird few days but I would like to say a big thank you a biggie big big thank you oh okay fix my account my hotmail account's playing up Proper playing up. Why? 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 Oops. Oh, didn't realise the volume was on. I'll turn the volume down. Don't want that going on. So, I'd like to thank Linda Marvel. Uh, for sending me a PayPal gift because I posted on Facebook I don't know if anyone's replied because I've not not been on there since um, but I posted on Facebook that oh, I do have a message if it's someone saying Oi. I'll, read, I'll read it to you if it, whether it's nice or not I'll still read it here and <laughs> um, bam bam Right, so on my Facebook pages, I've put a message to my listeners. This was seven hours ago. My website monthly subscription is due 17th of March, which is tomorrow, uh, for 29 US dollars. Please help if you can. I just put a link. So I had two people. Molly Rose liked it, and Natalie loved it. Natalie loves my post. <laughs> And so I've you know, left a few messages. And da 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 da. I just got a message from Boston, so I replied to that. I won't. I won't tell you what it says. And this breaker is for. The website is by Shopify. She says, um, Boston just said, oh, well, I won't read it, it's a private message. Um, oh, okay, I've actually got a message from Linda on my other page. So Linda, if you're, li you probably listen to this. Hi Linda. You're the bestest. You're the bestest Linda in the world. Um, what's it say? Okay. Hi Jason, just sent you $20 to help you out. Stay safe. So I'm going to reply, thank you very much. But I'm also saying it to you in person. Thank you. Well, not in person. I'm not standing outside your window looking in. I'm, you know, <laughs> that'd be weird, wouldn't it? I'll tap on your window. Hi, Linda. Linda, thanks. Um, thank you very much, Linda. So a big shout out to Linda. Did a shout out. Shout out. On newest boring re-recording. Although that's not 
available yet because I've not finished it. Um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you, Linda. Very groovy. Very, very, very groovy of you. So, Linda, um, Boston was kind of asking if it was the Spreaker. So, the Spreaker, when is the Spreaker due? Let me have a look. Uh, settings. Settings, settings. Oh no, I'll put that back. I have to be really careful because I don't want to lose what I was doing before. I've got this new thing that I'm doing. It's a new, very new thing. Settings. It's a little bit annoying because I have to go all into the, go for a whole process, just get to the settings where I actually, my billing information, okay. So my next, oh God, wow. Yeah, the next one's the 21st of March. So that's it's only a few days away, isn't it? Saturday, so it's Monday now. Saturday is the next Spreaker. That's where all my podcasts are held. And it's $72 a month. So I've got to come up with $72 by next Saturday to pay for the podcast. It's just weird, it all comes in one week, it's just, just the way it goes. And the the Shopify website, you know, jasonnewland.com, that's $29 a month. So that's, you know, considering, I suppose, the amount of stuff I've got on there, because, what, 1,500 recordings or something like that, and it's very professional record website, it's um, privacy, it's private, you know, in the sense of if you, even though my recordings are free to download and you can, it's a shop, you can download them for free, but your information is still kept private as much as it would if you purchase something online through, let's say, Amazon or something like that. It's hugely secure. So your details are not shared with anyone except me. And by your details, if you were to pay for something, I would not see you know, your payment details, obviously, because that has to legally be kept private. And it's between you and the company that takes the money, I suppose. But there isn't anything to buy because it's all free. So there. But uh, uh, just a shout out to Natalie as well, because you've Natalie downloaded some stuff today. So yay. And I just need to tell just while I'm on on the the conversation of um, talking to people. I just realised it's nine minutes past five in the morning, and the pigeons started. See, some people, you know, if they live in a, in not in a forest, in a countryside, maybe on a farm. They get woken up. I don't know, ladies or men or whatever. You get woken up by a by a cock first thing in the morning. And um, but here we don't have cockatoo, what cockerels, or whatever. We have a pigeon doing exactly the same thing. So I'm guessing it must be 
daybreak. It must be dawn. It must like officially be here. But it's dark, still dark outside. But the pigeons. I guess they're wood pigeons, and not. Although I don't know what the difference is. I don't know if they know the difference. But it's uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Oh God! I remember when I was in my teenage years, I was getting wo being woken up by by my cock every day. Every day I was woken up by that stupid cock. The same, like, seriously. But eventually, because we had neighbours that used to have cockerels and hens, and they used to just do me head in. It did getting woken up by those cocks. Just like cockadoodle doo, just like shut up and um, it's okay if you live that type of lifestyle it's okay if you if you like a cock because it's it, you know if you're like an early riser and you can use the cock as an alarm clock literally you don't need an alarm clock if you've got a nice loud cock you know bashing against your ear you know it's it's like oh okay it's time to get out but if you don't need to get up, uh, or to be fair, if during the summer, there it gets light really early, and that's something that a lot of people may not realise. Um, but I, I'm kind of quite acutely aware of it because I'm awake during the night. So come the summer, it's light by like three o'clock. We're starting to get light at three, half three, three o'clock. And I see it like gradually getting lighter throughout the months. So now as March, April, it really shows. And I think people that work and are awake during the day, you notice it is lighter in the in the morning when you're going to work. So let's say if you're going to work at eight o'clock or seven o'clock, you notice it's a lot lighter. But perhaps don't realise how early it gets light and you notice that it's lighter in the evening for longer but the actual period of darkness in like the really like proper summer shortest days kind of situation is only for like between about maybe 10 and 2 2.30 and it starts to get light again and it's quite beautiful actually even for someone like me that is I'm probably I'm probably reclusive <laughs> probably I'm coming to the terms that, that just maybe I'm a bit of a recluse very solitary um, which is okay not all the time but most of the time it's okay so I do I actually I like those mornings when it's just really light and the late nights when it's really light so I'm taking Andre for a walk and sometimes I'll be out there like one well, like midnight 11 o'clock midnight and it's light still outside not like light light but it's not pitch black like it would be at maybe 5 o'clock in November or December or January So yeah, I quite like that, but I just, 
yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want to be woken up by a cock every day. It'd be just, I mean, it was one. I mean, you could say literally it was being woken up by a cock, but it was uh, it was just an annoying person. And I lived in the YMCA, but I, I rented a flat, a studio flat. That's when I had my first uh, insurance sales job. And I moved there to be closer to my nan because she'd just uh, um, broken her hip. So she, I, I kind of, I needed to get up early, but I was on shifts. So sometimes I didn't need to get up. I didn't have to start work until like one o'clock in the afternoon, until nine. Um, other times I'd need to start work at like eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, so, you know, it, it varied. But every single morning at about six o'clock I was woken up by a person shouting up to my neighbour next door to me and chucking up stuff at the window shouting at them to come down because it was time for them to go to work or whatever it was they wanted them to do and yeah, I did have a word about that. But it was just getting silly because especially at the time I was drinking every night. So I was waking up a bit too early with like a bit of a hangover kind of a little bit groggy. Of course, I don't do that anymore, but I do still wake up. I do still sometimes wake up <laughs> sometimes wake up groggy but I just don't drink. I haven't had any alcohol. Well, I did have some about an hour ago, but no, I didn't. I did buy some cans. Every now and then I buy like four cans of lager. I'm talking every few months or so. So maybe three times a year I'll buy some alcohol. And this generally I never drink it. I'll have maybe one can and I'll just give the rest away. And I, I just, I think it's a shame that I've lost, well first it's a shame to give away stuff really, you know, it's a waste of money. But it's, it's just, well not to give away stuff, but just to buy something I'm not going to use try and be a bit more frugal these days and but I just I'd quite like to be able to have a drink every now and then but guaranteed I'm getting all excited guaranteed guaranteed if I went to a wedding so if you invite me to your wedding please don't but if you invite me to your wedding I would drink hundred percent if it was uh, well any social gathering unless it was inside you know a church or a synagogue or some kind of religious spiritual center of course I wouldn't drink in a place like that but outside any kind of social gathering I would I'd need to have a drink just to kind of, I don't know, help me through it, I, I guess.
It's you know that whole the advert with Red Bull gives you wings. Well, I find that alcohol gives me wings in those situations, and I don't have many situations like that because I don't. I get invited to less and less things. I've got less and less friends now than I've ever had for a long time, but that was uh, because. I'm just not very nice. <laughs> I'm such a horrible person. I don't think it's that. It's partly that, but I think it's. I had, I'd say, ninety-five percent, possibly higher percentage of my friends were Buddhists. And since I've stopped regularly going to the Buddhist center. I don't see those people anymore, and some of those people I classed as my best friends, like really close friends. Uh, I was the the bachelor, one of the bachelor's uh, um, bridegroom, bachelor groom, I don't know, whatever, um, at my friend's wedding, and he was a Buddhist, and I I worked with them with some of the Buddhists in a two of the um, evolution shops that are now closed but they were charity they were gift shops but they were run by the Buddhist organisation I lived in a Buddhist community so as well so I, and I got to know a lot of people um, who were Buddhists mainly they were all my friends well, they weren't all my friends but they, it was the majority of my friends were Buddhists and yeah, it's just, and then when I went to university, I made some new friends there, and now I haven't heard or see anyone from university at all for years, literally it's been years since I've had any contact with anybody from university. Um, the course I did for massage and holistic therapies back in 2003, I, I made some good friends there, but... I've only really kept contact with two. Um, Kate and Teresa. Hi, Katie. Hi, Teresa. And um, who else? Like London, since I left London, I've kept in contact with. Well, I don't really have regular contact with um, my friend, um, but she's on my on my Facebook. But she's still she's still one of my favourite people. I just haven't seen her or anything for ages. But she's someone that if I saw her, I could uh, chat to her like just normal. And then there's my friend, my other friend who from London, and I, I, I speak to him every every month or so on the phone. And that's all the people from London that I speak to. And I used to know... Not that I knew loads of people, but I used to know people. Just like generally people I worked with. I mean, some of my best friends... I mean, Andre, the original Andre. He... I probably talked to you about... I'll, I'll actually do a recording about him. Just about him one day. And tell you some stuff about him. 
and none of it's bad I'm not going to say anything bad about him just just tell you just just tell you about him because you know you know you've heard a fair bit about Andre number two but actually there was an original Andre who's uh, he's no longer with us but he he was that's why I named Andre after him because he was he was an important person in my life for a while and so there's him I have a mate uh, I'm not going to name everyone but there was a few different people I had a friend that I was friends with since 1989 until about four years ago no five years ago and he just decided he didn't want to be friends with me anymore so that was that was a very strange situation but you know just turned on me I think what it is is some people that like to argue if you don't argue back with them they they don't some people don't like it they want the argument if you don't give them the argument they they feel they can't win they they want to be the winner they want to be right and someone that they want to I don't know it's almost like they want to maybe crush the person or uh, win win the argument so that they feel uh, maybe more superior or more intellectual or but if the other person doesn't partake in that particular dance then the other person is just literally just standing there on the dance floor on their own and I think it's possibly a bit embarrassing and not very rewarding to them so I think that might be what happened there Either that or I just did something that annoyed him. That, that could be it as well. I did do something that annoyed him, but it wasn't um, wasn't anything that I did aimed at him. I'll tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. No, I won't tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. And I, I have mentioned it. Basically, when Robin Williams passed away, there was a thing where people were posting pictures of Robin Williams on their Facebook pages, you know, as a the profile page, as a a tribute to Robin Williams, who was um, just you know he was an important person to a lot of people, like with their childhood growing up with me, Mork and Mindy, and a lot of people who were uh, maybe a bit younger than me it would be not even a lot younger but it would be like maybe Peter Pan or it would be um, uh, Aladdin you know or more for me would be maybe uh, Good Morning Vietnam and I'll be honest I liked everything he did really uh, I liked the more gritty stuff than the the family stuff so I wasn't really I did watch Peter Pan but I wasn't really that 
into it as much as or Aladdin but I definitely you know I liked yeah loads of stuff that he did I, I liked even the stuff he did after he, he passed away was good I mean just shows you how good he was as an actor even when he was dead he was he, he was he could act <laughs> and um, I think he did one ang The Angriest Man in Brooklyn and he really was a good actor a really good actor but I think it was the it was a mismatch in the sense of his acting and his comedian you know his comedy stand up comedy persona because so different in some ways from his um, from his comedy but then in yeah, I don't know but in a way Richard Pryor was as well because Richard Pryor when he did his you know it was in um, what did Richard Pryor do also it was in Superman 3 um, but he was in um, <laughs> see no evil hear no evil Ferris Bueller no um, what's that one the money one where he inherits 500 million but he has to spend 50 million in order to get it something like that and um, Brewster's millions and stir chicken chicken crazy stir crazy yeah stir crazy and that's why he's dressed up as a chicken on the front cover with John Candy I think and the toy and so he played these characters where he was goofy and he was um like a chicken not, not, I know he wasn't actually a, a chicken he wasn't really a chicken but um, that was just the cover of the video he he played like this really nervous goofy um, gentle soft person in his films he was very lovable in his films not all of them but you know in a lot of the big films it's very lovable very um, I don't know unthreatening but in his stand up acts he was he was very I don't want most people know this anyway but he was very x-rated very adult very confrontational um and his stand-up was very different. I was surprised because, you know, as a child, I never heard any of Richard Pryor's albums, and I didn't, I didn't come over them until probably eighty-seven, uh, eighty-eight. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. It's like, oh my god! I mean, I can't even tell you the names of the albums because of the titles are rude you know but brilliant I just loved loved him 
I loved Richard Pryor. So I loved both sides. And I think with Robin Williams, I struggled a little bit with seeing both. I really, once, I loved his Mork and Mindy because that was his kind of stage show. And he did Good Morning Vietnam. Again, that was kind of him doing his kind of stage show, wasn't it, a bit? And he did the 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 one where he was in the boarding school. Um, captain, my captain. And that was him. And he did, like, impressions and stuff, didn't he, during that as well? Although it, was, it turned into a more serious film. But once I started getting into his films, the more kind of in the late the the nineties films, and he was more, more kind of serious stuff. I stopped watching his stand up. Um, just, it just didn't seem to fit together. I don't know, just just me. It was just, but so I, I suppose. I was a huge fan of his comedy and that inspired me to want to do comedy right from, you know, Mork and Mindy when I was about eight years old. Brilliant show. Even now, it's still brilliant. Personally, I think. Although it's never on telly. Um, not in England, but if it was on, put it this way, if it was on right now, I'd be watching it. I wouldn't be doing this recording, I'd be watching Mork and Mindy. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Nanu, nanu. I love the show. Love it. Love it. And I'm not stuck in the past. I'm not stuck in the past. I'm really not because I like shows from now. I do. I like new shows as well. I try and it's my biggest thing is it's one of my big things. My biggest worries is I'm going to end up being a uh, one of those people that says, "Oh, there's no no good comedy since 1983. There's no no decent songs since 1989." And that kind of rubbish, just like I want to be open enough to enjoy songs from all times, from you know whether it's the forties, fifties, or any any era. I can listen. There's songs that I like from any from any any year in the last fifty years or sixty years. I can I can see a song that I like or hear a song that I like, whether it's whether it's like rubber ball out come bouncing back to you rubber ball out come bouncing back to you I mean I was a big fan of um, Buddy Holly when I was in my teens again I just want to specify that Buddy Holly was no longer around by that time because he was the 50s wasn't he 1950s yeah, he was, wasn't he? About the same time as Elvis. I think he came out possibly, I think, 
I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Buddy Holly used to go on tour with Elvis when Elvis just started out. There used to be a bunch of them. Elvis, um, Buddy Holly, none of them were like huge stars at the time. They were all like in the charts, but they weren't, you know, these mega stars that they became in America and that. And probably like Ricky Valance and the Big Bopper, I don't know, they all kind of like used to go. I don't know why I've got Roy Orbison in my head, but he wasn't around then, was he? Roy Orbison was the 60s, wasn't he? So the 50s, whoever, what other bands, singers? Eddie Cochran, possibly? Come on, everybody. I don't know. Um, Barry Manilow, maybe? I don't, I don't know, but he, you know, I don't know how I got there, how did I get there? Talking about Buddy Holly, yeah, I, I like, I like singers from different places, anyway, here we go, back to the story. I put a picture of Robin Williams on my profile picture the day that um, Robin Williams passed away and it was a few reasons firstly because he influenced me I wanted to be, do comedy uh, right from when he was you know as I said earlier you know with Morecambe Indy but also with his stand up comedy I wanted to be just like him I was never going to be just like him no one was going to be just like him there will there will never there has never been or will ever be another Robin Williams it was a very a one-off and most people are to be fair and but I aspired and my aspirations were never I just wasn't like that I wasn't talking a million miles an hour I'm I barely, I struggle to talk at normal human speed, never mind that, but I loved him, so hey, what can you say? And the, uh, and then, a big fan of his films, I said, and then there was the, the, I suppose the mental health issue part of it, with having sort of dealt with that, not always very successfully, my whole life since a child um, and it just felt um, it just felt important to mark if it, it feels important to mark that day regularly I think we should be a Robin Williams day personally but that I guess anyone could say that about anyone couldn't they they could say well actually we should have a like there's a Nirvana you know Nirvana day or um, because the same kind of situations happened with lots of different famous people isn't it so but not many have been as big as him to be as 
as famous as Robin Williams was. He was just huge, wasn't he? And to have spread over such a huge period of time as well. You know, the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. To, to spread through all that period. And he was, I think he was, what, 73, I think, when he passed. So he'd been around since he was, like, 20 on TV, since he was his early 20s or something. Anyway, um, one of my very close friends at the time didn't like that I'd posted his picture. He actually phoned me up to say, uh, telling me I was sick for posting the, his picture on my profile. And I said, well, other people are doing it as well. It wasn't really my idea, to be fair. I'm just, it's a, it's a respect thing. It's for people with mental health issues and the you know the, the the situation has just arisen because of that and actually this affects people with mental health issues as well when something like this happens and he was kept calling me sick and said I was I needed psychiatric help and stuff and I'm like well yeah I know I've got bipolar I, I know I've, I'm getting psychiatric help which I was at the time and uh, it was not long before I moved in here actually and he he was just going on and on and on and on and he said he said if you I said look other people are doing it on Facebook he said if you he said if you post if you ask people on Facebook they would agree with me I said alright I'll do that and I did I put the question to people I didn't mention his name I just said a friend of mine said this what do you think and it's probably one of the one of the posts I've had the most uh, responses to ever because I don't get many responses to my posts generally um, <laughs> I'm not that popular Plus, I don't really post much personal stuff about myself. It's usually just uh, the you know the, the latest recording and stuff. But there was a lot of people posting um, quite horrible stuff about my friend, which I wasn't really that wasn't what I was looking for. I just thought because I thought I'll post it, I'll let him see what people post, and he can make his own mind up whether or not because. Telling someone with a mental health issue that they are crazy and whatever, it's, it's not the nicest thing to do. And ultimately what happened was... Yeah, it's 2014, August 2014, and I moved in here April 
yeah so he um, I deleted I deleted the post because I thought oh this is getting a little bit out of hand and people some people were having a go at me as well which was some people were like agreeing with him so they got deleted and blocked <laughs> and just it's not not you know it's like some people just love to be rude it's like what what so you know I've, there's there's no one that I can afford to not lose this this Facebook if someone's being none of us need to put up with horrible messages or anything like that not online it's you know there's it's no reason for it so I I deleted the post didn't hear from him in ages for weeks and I phoned him up and I didn't get through eventually I'd phoned him up and I did get through and I said you're right how are you doing he said and he just laid into me like verbally like proper proper and and I thought wow I don't remember getting married to him it was almost like what you know when people talk to you as if you're somehow they own you and they feel they can talk to you any way they want and say anything they want and it doesn't really wash with me I don't it doesn't yeah I'm not really into that but I wouldn't do it to someone else and I definitely don't put up with it from other people so I didn't I didn't verbalise back I didn't argue back I just just listened to it it was painful to listen to to be honest it was and in the end it'd be asking you know when someone keeps asking you questions over and over trying to get you to argue and you don't and they get more and more frustrated it was like that and Okay, almost like here is parts of his, his brain cells popping out of anger. <laughs> it's just like, Arr! and I and I didn't didn't want to cause harm to. I don't want to cause harm to anyone. You know, just just trying to live my life. And uh, he eventually hung up on me, and that was it. And I ain't heard nothing since. Yeah, 2014. And it was weird because we were kind of like best friends from 1989. So what's that? 99, 2009. So best part of 25 years. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a weird one. But it's only, it's just like, only so much you can do though isn't it really with people that are going to be like that I realise he's maybe going for a really difficult time himself but it's hard to 
to know what to do, especially when it's a long distance friendship. So I'm not kind of there all the time to see what's going on. So I can put it down to a bad day or put it down to a, you know, difficult period. Um, but even then, is is it okay? Is it acceptable? Oh, I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm not really one to put up with that stuff, so. Call me old-fashioned, but aren't friends there to be kind they're there so you can be nice to them isn't that kind of the point of having friends not to be and that I don't know, maybe I'm a friend someone that you want to be around and you like and you care about that used to be my thinking maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong I don't care. But yeah, so that that was a weird one. What other ones have I done? I had a... What other friend? I was living with someone back in 1989. And I decided to move to London. And because I was, I was unemployed. And I decided to... I saw an opportunity to get out of where I was to find a job and you know London had more opportunities like to work even though it was like low paid work so I took it and I wanted to work at that time I didn't didn't want to be unemployed and um, this friend sent me a horrible letter you know sort of threatening me and stuff like what was that about it's weird just yeah and then there was a one I had one friend to yeah cut my uh, parachute cord so it didn't work there was that one but we made up it's okay and then we all uh we all do silly things sometimes. And uh, what other ones? I had oh, one one lady I was working with her. This is when I was about 18, 19, 18, 19, something like that. And she worked in this factory with me. We both started at the same time. And she... offered me and I think I was 18 she offered me a lift to work we were in the same induction she lived around the corner from me she said I'll give you a lift to work I said oh, thanks and she said I think the next day she said I'll see you tomorrow I said okay went round her house got a lift and I think I did it for about 3-4 days and then she had a go at me she was in the driving and she started shouting at me right saying costs money you know to travel petrol costs money more money having you in the car than, than if I'm driving on my own I'm not sure about that I didn't weigh much to be fair back then and she was like I thought when did we get married 
When did this happen? There's absolutely no perks to this relationship. If all I'm just going to get is like verbal harassment. And I said I probably wasn't very friendly back to be fair. But I waited till we got back to got to work first before I kind of uh, replied and told her to do one. And I didn't speak to her again. And I think she apologised to me. But still, yeah, didn't like her after that. And it's weird because I've had other people give me lifts in the past, since. No one's ever had a, a problem with it. They offer, I don't ask, apart from when I ask and they don't offer. you got to get where you got to get, you know what I mean? If you haven't got a car, if you don't drive and there's no buses or trains or planes, then you have to get where you're going. So, but I've had people, no, no one's ever had a problem. People are usually really friendly and they quite like my company. Well, maybe not now, but at times they've liked my company. But maybe they didn't. I, I don't know. There's no way of knowing, is there really? I remember I had a friend and he lives lives in Ireland now. And he... And I, I've, I used to go around his house. In fact, I lived with him and his girlfriend and Andre I think he lived there Did no he didn't live there he might have but he was there anyways around not my Andre the other Andre and I thought I'd gone really well with his girlfriend who was also Andre's sister I thought I'd gone really well with her when I went to Ireland I even sent her letters I used to, and I came back he was at work my friend was at work and I used to go around and hang out with, with her not just, just as friends since it was Andre's sister you know just like family I suppose and then she moved to Ireland with him with my friend and then he moved back from Ireland went back to Ireland again he told me that she never liked me so all those years I mean it wasn't a huge amount of years but it was like from 94 well no it wasn't it was 90 probably 92 93 94 95 so that you know a few years and she never liked me oh brilliant you know I'd stayed in our family house with a mum and dad lived there with Andre as well for about five weeks six weeks got to know his family got to know his uncles a little bit his cousin Jason who was the size of a house but no fat he was this huge this big huge man and he was only about 18 I fell in love with his cousin I can't remember her name now Joanne or Michelle or but I forget I really liked his cousin. She was she that was Jason's sister. She was just lovely. Really liked her a lot. Um she's part of the reason I moved away from Ireland 
not the only reason, but part of the reason, because I think I was drunk. I was drunk most of the time when I was there, actually, due to Andre, because <laughs> he just liked to go out to the pubs. And we... I was walking back from the town. It was about a two-hour walk through the field, you know, through the pitch black area. But sometimes we'd stay at his sister's. He had another sister, Andre's sister, and her husband. So sometimes if we was in town, we'd stay there. They'd make us welcome to stay there for the night. And I, was, I lost contact with Andre. I didn't know where he was. I just, because there was no mobile phones back then. And I don't even know if they had pay phones. I mean, I don't remember seeing one. I'm sure they did, but, you know, it's, it was a small town. And I saw his cousin. What was it? Nicola. Uh, Nicola. Oh, she's beautiful. I really, really, really fell for her a bit. Nicola. Nicola Dooley. Bearing in mind, if anyone's listening to this thinking... You fancy my wife? I'm like, no, this was 1994. Okay, let's get a perspective. Was that 26 years ago? And she was about eight, 17, 18 at the time. Maybe 19, I don't know. She was fairly young, but um, she was lovely. And nothing ever happened between us, but I, I saw her, she was kissing someone. I'm just like, oh. They were just, obviously, I don't know if she was in love or whatever, but not that it really has got anything to do with me. But I decided I didn't want to be in that country anymore. Although I did date someone. I dated this uh, this lady's girl. She was, she, was very, she was young as well, probably early 20s. Saw in the library, and I'd start chatting her up, and we went out. I went around her house, and her parents, she lived with her parents, so that was a bit of a, a yeah, I just couldn't really, we just could never be alone. I wanted to get be alone with her, and I'm not sure she did with me, but we went out, went to the pub, went out to the cinema, but there was nowhere to be alone. And then she said one day, well, if you like, we can go um, it's like a, a night thing. Uh, this she wanted to take me to this place in the middle of the night of the forest at night. And I thought, all right. And then I found out that she was into witchcraft and kind of um, ritualistic stuff and I got scared because I, I kind of figured well you know what I'm from a long way away I won't be missed you know what I mean it's not like anyone in England's going to be thinking oh, where's Jason they probably forgot I was even gone and I thought no I don't I don't no I'm not doing that I'd much rather just a hotel bedroom or, you know, just a 
a house not really into middle of the forest being surrounded by a lot of people wearing masks scary masks running around a fire yeah so that never happened no never managed to do anything there not managed to do anything that sounds bad I never managed to um <laughs> I forgot where I was for a minute you know I never managed to do anything you got nothing I got absolutely nothing out of that one that's not what I mean I mean it was uh yeah never got to become a relationship with like kind of boyfriend girlfriend for a few weeks but that was about it Did I meet anyone? No, I didn't meet anyone else in Ireland. I really liked his cousin, though. Really, really liked her. But that was... And I liked talking to her, and I think she... it gave, Yeah, she talked to me as well, because I was Andre's friend, and... I suppose the interest was that I was from another country, and... You know, I, I sounded different, had a different accent, um, different life experiences, and you know, just it was. I suppose I was a bit of a novelty, a little bit of a novelty, and so were they, I guess. To me, I suppose, in a way, I mean, I kind of wish I'd stayed there because. I don't know, it's probably a better place to live in some ways, but mm, I don't know. Because I'm quite a slow-moving person. I mean, where I am now, it's it's basically static. This little place, this this area. But I think where I was living now, I thought everything was like moving backwards. It was so slow. It was just, it was nice but I think there was something having moved from London really busy the busiest place in the country would be London pretty much especially like East London where it's just non non-stop 24 hours a day it was non-stop you know traffic constant people walking about you know there's always stuff going on Um but and then to, you know to go to somewhere like Ireland in the middle of it was a very countryside part and everything was very quiet you could hear snails farting it was that quiet and it's not the nicest sound It's not the worst sound either. No. Anyway, that's. I think that's the end of this recording. What I was going to mention is I've been working on my website. Really working on it. Adding new pictures for the recordings on there. And there's a lot to do. There's a long way to go before it's completed. But you might want to check it out because... 
some of them are quite a lot of it's done like, you know, quite a few but what's good about it is the image has got the number of the recording so let's say let me boy to sleep number 351 so you've got the number 351 on the picture but underneath you've got duration and how long the recording lasts for so you can kind of look through them and, and also I've done my best to adapt it for the mobile phone or for the mobile phone you know smartphone whatever one you're using so that it fits and there's not loads and loads of um, there's still a fair bit to do but so it's not lots of text lots of stuff like that that's filling up the page which just means you can get more of the images on the screen and it's clean you can you can enlarge the image just with your finger you know just pulling your finger to get apart to enlarge it or you can just click on it and it comes the page opens up you'll see the page you see the duration on the image see what number it is and you can scroll down you can download it for free or you can just stream it there and then on the website just play it or underneath that is a list of places where you can play it as well yeah, like uh, you know iTunes and wherever all those different places so quite pleased the other thing is it's really really tedious to do it it's taken forever and that's one of the problems when you've got so many recordings that I've got it's really a lot I've got a lot 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 it's a lot of images to do individually and so yeah it's so what I might do once I've done all of the re, all the images for all the recordings I might start to put together well I can't can I I can't make future recordings on the images because I don't know what the time's going to be on them. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so every time I make a new recording, I need to make a new image. Yay! So I'm going to go. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you well enjoy the week ahead and stay safe and remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy lots of love bye